Hey kiddo, welcome to the Inspire to Engage podcast, where we talk marketing for small business owners, how we can serve our existing clients well, and ways for us to engage more with potential clients. And of course, we'll talk some about the juggles and struggles to do all of this while still having a life. I'm your host, Rachel Eubanks, and I'm so happy that you're here. I am excited to bring this episode to you. It is with my good friend, Lindsay Hazel. Now, we as business owners have heard for a while, video is king. We know that video allows our audience to connect with us very quickly. They can hear our voice, see our face, see our hand gestures, and that makes for a very quick connection. But what about those of us that are terrified by video? Well, that's where my good friend Lindsay Hazel comes in. She has helped me tremendously. She's given me tips and tricks for the actual recording, but she's also helped me to gain confidence that I need to be in front of a camera. So I'm excited about this episode, and I think some of you guys will be as well. We start by talking about what to do if the thought of video just terrifies you. We give baby steps. She gives some really good suggestions. And then we move into what are the most crucial elements of video recording? What can you not not do? And then we talk about this word perfect. In fact, Lindsay kind of slaps my hand. I use the word perfect when we're talking about making a video and she reminds me that there is no such thing as a perfect video. There's no perfect life, no perfect marriage, raising our children. We're not going to be perfect at doing that. And definitely our business and our marketing is not going to be perfect but we can definitely strive for progress. And that is what Lindsay talks a lot about, that it's about progress. That's an excellent mindset for anything that scares us, that we know we should be doing and that we want to be doing. And so it's a great mindset for going into this episode on recording and being in front of a camera. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoy talking with Lindsay. Okay, here's our chat. I desperately need your help. So I am fired up to talk to you. And she is a queen and guru of video. So listen up. Lindsay, start by telling us about you and your business. Hey, Rachel. Thanks so much for having me. My name's Lindsay. I am a YouTube and video mentor. I help camera shy business owners learn how to gain confidence while creating videos online. When you say camera shy, you're talking to me. Well, how did you start your business? And then I know it led to video. So tell us how, how did you start your business? Okay. Uh, I was laid off from my corporate job that I was at for almost 10 years. And I knew that I did not want to go back into the corporate world. So I started my own business and I started as a virtual assistant and I just kind of took on clients and made it happen and (laughs) I do not miss the nine to five at all. That's awesome. And so, so you were doing everything and this is something I definitely want you to speak to about this. So Lindsay, as a virtual assistant, she was doing everything, 
for, I assume small business owners, correct? Maybe even yes. mid to large business owners too. So how did you decide that video was your gig and that you could help other people be good at it? So I started making video tutorials for clients when I was trying to teach them how to do something for their business. And then they kept asking me, hey, how did you make that video? Or can you show me how you recorded your screen or something like that? And it's kind of just fell in my lap when I thought, hey, maybe I should just teach people how to make videos. I know how to do this. Why not? Was that something that you learned in your, was that a part of your corporate job was video or is this something that you've played with your whole life and it's something that's a natural love and gift for you? <laughs> Definitely not a love. <laughs> it, it probably is now, but not when I was younger. I learned, I pretty much taught myself how to use videos when I was at my, my corporate job because I was in marketing. I was the marketing director at a small tech firm and it just made sense to show in videos what the company was doing. And so then I taught myself how to edit videos and it just kind of w went from there. But I wasn't, I never really liked being on video when I was younger. I was always more behind the camera for sure. Okay. Wow. So I know there are listeners out there, myself included, who we're screaming at the top of our lungs. Yes, this is us. Okay. We do not necessarily enjoy being in front of the camera. And so I would love for you to take a couple of minutes and tell us what are some tips? Because let me back up for just a second and say, and, and Lindsay already referenced this when she was introducing herself, but one of the things that she does is she takes camera shy people and she helps them. She coaches them to be able to get in front of the camera and then take that even further into, you know, create videos and edit it and that, that kind of thing. So talk to us. What are some tips for small business owners? How can they get in front of the camera? So the, the easiest thing to do or the way that I started is to start where you're comfortable. So for me, I did not want to get in front of the camera. I, and very self-conscious. I had gained a lot of weight after getting married. I was just like, do not want to see myself at all. So I just started recording my screen or I would do something with my hands, but I would get used to hearing my voice. And that helped me get more comfortable or more confident using video. And then I, it really was my audience. I had people that were like, what do you look like? Or um, <laughs> stop hiding behind your logo. Cause I didn't even use my face as my, my profile or anything. I just used my logo. It really was people asking like, Hey, what do you look like <laughs> or whatever? And that was my encouragement it was okay. Well, and I didn't look at it as, okay, I'm going to put myself on YouTube for however many billion people are watching. I was putting it on YouTube for, for my friend Christine or I was putting it on there for a girl in my audience who really needed to learn how to do something and I only thought about that one person and that is what that right there is probably my biggest it's not really a secret but that's probably the biggest thing that helped me get in front of the camera is to do it for that one person 
that is so important what you're saying right there, Lindsay, because I know for my own self, and I know I'm not the only one out there that struggle being in front of the camera. And even like you said, using using still images of yourself, hiding behind your logos. So the fact that you said, start where you're comfortable. So Lindsay didn't just instantly say, okay, every one of my videos, my face has to be shown. She started where she was comfortable using her hands, using her computer screen. That is such a great piece of advice right there. And then what you said, think about it as a service that I am helping this other person and in your mind, exactly who is that person that you're helping once you get to the part that you can be in front of the camera, that you're comfortable enough to be in front of the camera. So I'm telling you, you nailed it. And I just want to stop for just a second before we go into more video tips and say that I noticed, Lindsay, how you throughout this process have listened to your paying customers. The people that you were being a virtual assistant for said, hey, you're great at, at videos. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like they loved them. They were so appreciative. And so guess what? You started doing more videos and started heading that direction and your business. That's where you took your business. And then people said, hey, but I want to see your face. I love what you're doing. What do you look like? I want you to be more human to me. And so you listen to your to your customers, but you did it at your own pace. You know, you only got in front of the camera once you were comfortable. So kudos to you. And I think there's a lot of people that need to hear that as well. Like it can be done. Just give yourself baby steps, you know, <laughs> like the movie. What about Bob? And Talk to us for a second about shooting your screen. What are the the apps or software that's required to video your screen? Are you referring to a mobile device or a computer? Let's say mobile to begin with. Okay. If you're on a mobile device, if you have an iPhone, you don't need to download any apps. You can do it directly from your iPhone. I have a video about this. So maybe in your show notes. Oh, yes, link, definitely. We we'll can drop link it. Yes. If you're on an Android, I forget what apps there are, but you can also record your screen through other apps. They don't have to be okay. native on your phone. Okay. And then on a computer, there are a lot of different ways that you can record your screen. Since I have an iPhone, I also have an Apple Mac computer. And again, it's a native thing, but you can also, there's... You could, there's apps like Loom or Zoom. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why those sound, they literally, they're different apps, but it sounds very similar. Right. <laughs> but there's a lot of things. The best thing to do is just put in screen recording and then whatever device you have, and it will give you lots of different we options. Okay. That's excellent. And we will put that video in the show notes that Lindsay's already created, but that's also a great piece of advice. When in doubt, go to Google and then screen recording, put in the device that you're recording on and it will give you some good suggestions. Okay. So talk to us a little bit about what are some great video apps? We're ready. You've convinced us to shoot some video. What do we need to be doing? Can we shoot it on our phone? Is that good enough? What about if it's too dark? You know, a lot of people work early in the morning or late at night. So what are the advice that you could give to small business owners? So yes, use the camera that you already use. I, <laughs> I have recorded all of my YouTube videos for the past two years on my iPhone. I have access to a fancy camera, but I just prefer to use my phone. Yeah. Um, 
I have almost 200,000 views on my YouTube channel just from using my iPhone. So use whatever, use whatever you have. If it is, if you're recording in the dark or it's, you feel like, you feel like your room is too dark, you can get daylight bulbs and just change it out in a lamp. That will help. Of course, if you want to spend a little bit of money, you can get a lighting kit, but you don't have to. You can also get, they're called selfie. It's like a selfie light and it clips onto the top of your phone and you can use that. They run like five bucks. They're not expensive at all. And you can use that. You can always record in your bathroom, a closet. I mean... <laughs> The things you want to focus on when you're recording videos are your your audio and your lighting, of course, the picture. The best way to think about it is when they always say lights, camera, action. Those are just a good reminder of, okay, how does my lighting look? How does my sound, how does my, my actual video look? And that should help. But the biggest thing when you start creating videos is having a goal for your video. You don't want to just be like, okay, I'm going to record something. You want to have a goal. Who am I making this for? What is this for? Am I trying to get leads or am I trying to sell something or am I trying to just connect with my audience? Always have a goal before you hit record. It will be so much easier having a goal. It's so true. Because if you just say, I want to do video and that's, and I actually do hear a lot of clients tell me, Hey, Rachel, I want to do video, but why, why do you want to do video? Let's talk about that. So that comes back to, like you said, what is your goal? What is your purpose with that video? Let me ask you something. So let's say that, and just be very honest with us here. If the audio is not good and if the video itself is not good, are you going to be able to edit that well enough that a business owner would be proud enough that they can put it out there? Or is that just asking too much from somebody that's getting started in video? Is it just easier to get the best shot in the sound at the beginning? Yeah, it's just best to get it at the beginning. And okay. and that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily, the, the main reason though, is because you do not want to spend all of your time editing. If you can get really good short clips of your video and piece them together in the editing process, it's going to be so much easier than being like, oh gosh, I can't, I can't even hear myself or I can't turn this, this volume up or there's birds outside and I, I <laughs> didn't even pay attention to it, you know, or something like that. You, but you said the word perfect and you mm -hmm. want to stay as far away from that word perfect when you're making videos because they will never be perfect. Oh, so thank you, Lizzie. You yeah. know, one of my other things I like to say is one video at a time. So it's just like one step at a time. You, every video should create a new habit, a new lesson, a new something to learn from the next time you record a video. So don't wait to be like, I have to make the perfect video and then just be stuck there. Just make <laughs> what I, I would say, call a crappy video. Just make lots of lots of crappy videos. And then eventually you'll be like, wow, I'm making videos. I've been doing this for a year and just now getting the hang of it. And that's just the way it is. That's it's like any other skill that you learn. Yes, yes, yes. And we all want to just skip the learning 
process and we want to be a champion we want to look you know we want our videos to look like you instantly the very first time out of the gate and what we have forgotten is that you have hundreds if not thousands of videos under your belt and so we have to be willing to just try and put it out there and thank you about you know slapping my hand about the word perfect because you're right <laughs> I, I call myself a recovering perfectionist and it's true. And if you'll let go of that idea of perfect and just get out there and do it, if that's what you if that's what you feel like is right for your business, you just have to go for it. And that's a great point. And I, tell me if I'm right or wrong here. And I'm, it probably is going to come back to your purpose. But with starting with shorter videos, is do you see that some of your clients feel more confident? If you'll just say, hey, one video at a time and let's make it a minute long or less. Is that a valid piece of advice or? Does it really come back to your purpose? Really depends. It depends on what what type of video it is. But I mean, some sometimes sometimes you'll spend more time editing a, a three uh -oh. minute video than you will a ten minute video. It okay. really depends on what what it's about. Yeah, what's your goal? Hey, that's a great point. And that's why I wanted to ask the expert. Let's pause for a word from this episode's sponsor. Do you need help creating the right marketing plan for your business for our new normal economy? Would you love help learning how to use online marketing tools such as Canva, MailChimp, Zoom, and many others? Would you like an experienced coach to help you set the right marketing goals for your business and help you stay on track to reach those goals? Melody Tholstrup with My Size Marketing is here to help. She has over 28 years of experience in the marketing industry and created her MAP Marketing Coaching Program for busy, overwhelmed small business owners just like you. Visit her site, mysizemarketing.com and click on the free strategy call button to get started today and take your marketing to the next level of success. I've worked with Melody and she is wonderful. Okay, back to this episode. Okay, so let's say your business focuses and really helps other people get on YouTube. First of all, talk to us. Are there businesses that you see or types of businesses that you see are doing really well on YouTube? Are you seeing a certain trend or is there categories or is anybody? But I would say anybody can get on YouTube. There are so many different things on YouTube. And if you think about how many times people search how to blank, mm. um, it's very, I would say YouTube's really for anybody. Okay. Really. Way to point it out that how to, if your business can put something in there, that you saw for somebody how to do your lashes, how to paint a picture. Lindsay saying that you could possibly be on YouTube if you feel like that's a platform for you. So what are some of the first steps that a business owner can take to get on YouTube? The biggest thing to do is to just figure out why you want to be on YouTube, why YouTube, and again, go back to those goals. And then once you've decided, yes, I want to do it, you want to pick out your channel name. I decided to go with my name because I didn't want to use my business because I was going in between so many niches. And I'm so glad that I went with my name instead of 
sticking to a business name because now that's changed. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to worry about that. So if you are, if you're a brand and you want to stick to your brand name, you can do that. If you're a solopreneur or a freelancer or an artist or something like that, stay with your name for your channel. And then you can just start figuring out what kind of videos that you want to create. And the easiest way to do that is to think of questions people have asked you and use or comments that people have left on your social media posts and turn those into videos. That is the easiest way to decide what to create a video on. That is a great piece of advice. That's for anybody that's looking to create content, whether it's video, whether it's social media posts, what I hear all the time, what do I write on social media? Right there is what are people continually asking you? That means they need that answer. And yes, and then other comments that you're seeing, super point. There you go. There's your purpose for for your videos right there. I know below most YouTube videos, there is a description or, or notes. What do you have any suggestions for people who are starting? What did what do they need to write there? So I have a video on this and I also have a perfect YouTube, and I also have a YouTube starter checklist that helps people <gasps> know what to um how to get started on YouTube. It's a whole just step by step kind of thing. So I will give you those links so you can share them. But YouTube's very different than most other platforms. There are things like an about page and the description and tags and your thumbnails and all these different things. But once you get a good base level for it, it's good. But in the description, just to answer your question, the biggest thing to do is to tell somebody what your video is about and then leave any links that are relevant to the video. So if you used any products or anything that you want them to know about or even whatever equipment you use to record the video you can put your links there if you're an affiliate for any of those you want to leave your affiliate disclaimer and then you also want to leave your affiliate links so that you can also make commission off of anybody clicking on your link and buying something that's a good way to monetize some of your youtube stuff kind of want to treat the description kind of like a little blog post Mm -hmm. but not as long as a blog post got it right you want it to be informative but obviously not give everything away like you want them to to watch the video and they're going to get more from it from watching the video let me just say for just a second too Lindsay has mentioned several times about that she has a video about this she's got Lindsay is extremely informative and in fact if I could say anything i fell in love with her on her instagram account she is constantly filling her feed full of tips that are for for someone like me who video does not come natural it's not a love of mine but i'm trying to learn more it's just eye-opening i love your instagram feed and so i I would encourage anybody and i'm going to give her Lindsay will tell you where to find her in just a minute but i would strongly encourage you to check out Lindsay's Instagram feed and her stories. Her stories are extremely informative too. And I know the type of work that she puts into those stories and they last 24 hours, but wow, I learned so much. So just kudos to you for having so much of this knowledge packed up and presented in a very understandable manner. And so we will definitely 
be linking to these videos that she's referenced. We will definitely be linking to those in our show notes. And I have to share one tip that you shared with me. And I can't, I can't remember if it was in person or if I learned it from your Instagram account. She said, before you start a video, laugh. Right before you press record, just laugh. And I cannot tell you how many people I've told that to, Lindsay, because it just takes the seriousness away from what you're about to do. Because those of us that aren't naturally drawn to do video, it just feels like we're about to do the scariest thing of our life. When you stop and laugh about it, you're like, ah, whatever, it is what it is, you know? And so I love that. Plus, it just gives that sweet glow to your face versus the rough and tough and I'm about to cry and anxious face that it is. So I had to share with the audience too that tip that you have shared with me. I use it every time before I go live on Facebook or try to record something on my phone. I do that. So anyway, thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. I just had to say thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I've, I think it was in person. I think too, the biggest thing to remember is that when you're creating videos, you can always hit delete. You don't even have to use it. What I usually tell some of my clients or when I was working with one-on-one um, -on -one clients, I would tell them, hey, just record a video for you. Just just record it and, and watch it for yourself and then delete it later. Like you don't even have to, you don't even have to use it. And that's just something for beginners to know that, hey, even if you try with videos and you don't and you decide it's not for you that's okay. At least you tried it and you learned, Hey, that's not what I want to do. I'm going to stick to photography or I want to stick to something else. And, and that's, that's fine, but don't beat yourself up. <laughs> yeah. It really doesn't matter. There are more important things in life than creating videos. But if you do want to go for it, it is the fastest way to connect with your audience or your customers or anything like that. Yeah. And that's such a great point. Those of you that you know, talk about video and tout video, we believe you. Like we love watching your videos and we do feel like we know you. So there is definitely credence to that. There is that you do connect because you see the person, you see their expression, you see their hand gestures, you hear the intonation as well as seeing all of those things. So I do agree with you. It is the easiest and fastest way to connect. But Lindsay is great at, at helping you feel comfortable so that you can connect with your audience like that. And you're right. If you choose that video is not for you, oh, well, just move on. But you got to at least give it a try. You've got to be willing to experiment. So, Lindsay, tell everybody where can they learn more about you and find these tips that I have been bragging about and that you've been sharing. Tell them a little bit about where to find you. All right. So, of course, you can find me on YouTube under Lindsay Hazel. You can just search on YouTube for Lindsay Hazel and I'll come up. My website is lindsayhazel.com and on Instagram where Rachel follows me the most <laughs> is at the Lindsay Hazel. So T-H-E Lindsay Hazel. And I share all kinds of apps and all kinds of tricks. And if you have any questions, just send me a message or leave me a comment and I will do my best to answer it. Yay! She's very personable and loves to work with people. And so I just appreciate, Lindsay, so much your honesty about, you know, even you not willing to be in front of the camera now. Because, see, I look at you and I'm like, what do you mean you didn't feel comfortable in front of the camera? So because I just don't see that now. So it's, it's reassuring to know that you started somewhere as well. And so I hope that other people find that, hey, it 
you just got to get in there and do it, right? You got to practice. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I do too. And you know what? Maybe one day I'll share some of my uh, my first videos or <laughs> my awkward. I used to sit on a medicine, like a yoga ball, mm -hmm. and I would bounce up and down on that ball while I was doing live videos. And I had no idea that that was the worst thing to do on a video because I'm sitting there bouncing the whole time. <laughs> Yes, maybe maybe one day I'll share it with people for sure. I was gonna say it would make us all feel better, but I understand you've got to feel com comfortable in doing that. But I believe me, it would make all of us feel better. Thank you for being so real. I appreciate that. Hey, I hope you have a wonderful night. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for having me, Rachel. Okay. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. This episode was great. It hit home for me in so many ways. I recently, just last week, in fact, spent a lot of time in front of a camera. I was recording for a mini course that comes out at the end of May, beginning of June. So here in about a week and a half. And honestly, had I not been friends with Lindsay Hazel and spent time with her, spent time following her on Instagram and learning from her, I don't know if I would have had the courage to record this mini course. So when I say that this episode hit home, I mean it, it really hit home. I've got several key takeaways that I want to remind myself and remind you. Number one, video is king because it does allow for a human connection very quickly. When we get to see someone's face, hear their voice, see their hand gestures, or maybe we don't see those things, but we actually get to see a process taking place in front of us, that makes it very real for us on the receiving end, those of us watching. And that's why video is king. In fact, Lindsay's audience reminded her, I love this story, reminded her that we actually want to see your face. Your logo's nice, but Lindsay, what does the lady behind these videos look like? That's her audience saying we're craving this human connection. So that's why video is king. It is still scary for some of us, but that's why it is so powerful to our audience. A second key takeaway, I loved this suggestion by her. When we do get brave and record a video and then take that next step and put it on social media or put it on our website, or you do decide to create a YouTube channel, post it for that one person. I loved how she said, hey, when I got through with the video, I went to upload it. I was thinking to myself, hey, I'm uploading this for my friend, blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, this is going to answer so-and-so's question. Here it is. By us thinking about that one person and serving that one person well, it just takes away a lot of our fear. And we're able to focus on that person's needs and thinking about them watching it and that they're going to be happy to see it. They're going to be thankful to get that information. I loved that trick and I use it a lot myself. In fact, that is kind of what my mini course is about. It's about writing an ideal customer story. And the, the reason we have this story to rely on is because it allows us to focus on that one person. When we communicate in our businesses, no more are we talking to this faceless blob of people. 
We're talking about, we're talking to that one person. And that's what Lindsay was meaning as well. When we record a video and we go to put it out there for the public to see, don't think about a group of faceless people watching it. Think about that one person that you create that video for. I loved that tip. Okay, tip three is definitely a lifesaver. She taught me this a while ago, and it is important. Record in short clips. I'm telling you, it makes editing so much easier. And not to mention, you have a lot of great 30 seconds, maybe up to two or three minute videos. Those are easily shared on social media and on your website. And then, of course, they can be put together to make a longer video but she is so right. Record in short clips. It just makes the the editing so much easier. And not to mention, it's much easier on our brain. It's less information to hold as you're talking or the points that you're trying to make. And if you can make those points very clearly and remember everything that you're trying to say, or at least somewhat remember what you're trying to say, There are less ums and stutterings and weird facial gestures. So she's right. Short clips are the way to go. Okay, a fourth tip. She nailed it with this one too. Choose the purpose of your videos or the goal of your videos based off of questions that you commonly hear from your customers or based off of comments that you're seeing on your website or in your social media, or maybe you're getting back in email. And I'll say to this too, if you are a business that's just starting, maybe your business is still young, look for comments on businesses that are much bigger than yours, but they're still in the same niche. Or look inside of Facebook groups that are about your niche. What are these people asking? What comments are they making? Right there is topics for your videos. And it goes back to the suggestion that Lindsay gave earlier too. If you can really pinpoint a specific comment or a specific customer that asks you that question, then that's easy. We can visualize making that video to answer that person's question or to address that person's comment. I love that suggestion for lots of reasons. It helps us find topics for our videos and it's useful topics. We're not just creating videos and wondering, will anybody like that? We know that customers that buy from our niche are wondering these things or they're commenting about these things. So we have a purpose behind that video. And then not to mention the fact we can easily visualize answering to one person. And that takes a lot of the fear away. Okay, the last takeaway is the word perfect. I love the fact that Lindsay said, whoa, Rach, let's not use that word perfect. She's right. And I should have known not to say that. As a podcast host, I can tell you there is no such thing as perfect audio. Definitely in my world, there's not. So I know better. And I'm telling you, just like I'm reminding myself, we've got to let go of that word perfect. Because if we wait until we get a video perfect, 
then we're never going to upload a video or show it to anybody. We just have to be fantastic with a notion of progress. I like what Lindsay said. Every video is an opportunity to get better at something. It's a good way to end this episode. Now, before I go, quick reminder, if you found value in this episode, as wonderfully imperfect as it was, please be sure to rate it or review it. You as a business owner know that there is so much power in those rating reviews. And if you know that it's time you get very serious about knowing your ideal customer, you're tired of just writing to this faceless blob, you're tired of constantly wondering, what am I going to say? What should this video be about? Then it is time to dig deeper. Head to my site, inspiretoengage.com, and you will find a freebie there called Know Your Ideal Customer Better. It's a pink button. Click there and you will be taken to a landing page where you'll put your email address and a nice nifty PDF about phases of life will land in your inbox. Now, what I mean by phases of life is what is your ideal customer experiencing right now? Is she in the middle of raising children? Is she nearing retirement? Is she taking care of her aged parents? That's what I mean by phase of life. And if we know that, then we start to visualize that person as we write or as we create video. And that's where we get savvy and smart and direct and compassionate as a business owner. It saves us a ton of time in the long run too. Okay, so head to my site, inspiretoengage.com. And Lindsay mentioned two or three resources throughout this episode. They are definitely linked in the show notes. Okay, I hope you try video this week. If so, you're welcome to tag me on social media at Inspire to Engage. I'd love to hear. I hope you have a great week. Bye.